Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Phil Switch Podcast. I'm Phil Carew, and I'm joined by my fearless co-host, Brock Tamarino. The Phil Switch Podcast is brought to you by Sal's Tire Caps. Sal's Tire Caps. They're just tire caps. So, Brock, we had some strong opinions regarding last week's guest, Peter. Uh, as luck would have it, he was adamant that I give him feedback about how well he did, as you might guess. So, in a nutshell, people found him to be quite off-putting. Yeah, I could see that. I, I would tend to, to agree. I would cast my vote that way as well. Yeah, I, I kind of gathered that from uh, how things were transpiring between you and Peter. Um so anyway, Peter wanted feedback. When I told him this, he sent me an email um, that he wanted me to read to our audience. So here we go. Dear Phil Swift podcast audience. That's actually Phil Switch. He wrote Phil Swift. Dear Phil Swift podcast audience. It was brought to my attention that I might not have performed as well as all of you would have liked. Admittedly, in retrospect, I feel I only gave 100%. Ah, jeez. Everybody see where this is going. Uh, for most people, that's good enough, but I pride myself on giving 110%. Nothing less. When I come back on the show, I will make it up to you. Not only will I be promoting my book, which you all no doubt are eager to hear about, I am committed to giving 110%. And 10% as per my usual. In excellence, Peter. Brock, are you surprised by Peter's email response to our show about the less than stellar feedback I got? I'm, uh, no, I'm not surprised at all. Um, I actually expected it to be much longer. Uh, and him to be talking more about himself, actually. So I'm actually kind of surprised that, uh, by that. But I'm not surprised by the content of the email, per se. Yeah, I can't say I was really that surprised either. I wish we got the name of the podcast right. I think that, that stings a little bit. Dear Phil Swift Podcast Audience. Oh, well... Okay, so we'll see if the producer books him again. Anyway, what we're talking about today, Brock, are uh, alien stories. So our producer has lined up some people to talk to us. He's got them lined up on phone lines or whatever magic he's using. So we're going to hear about some alien stories. What do you think about aliens, Brock? Do you think they're real... Have you ever seen any aliens? Have you ever seen any UFOs, unidentified flying objects? Have you ever seen that, Brock? Uh, no, I haven't seen any UFOs. As far as whether I believe in them or not, uh, sure, I mean, it's a pretty big universe. A lot of space out there. I'm sure there's probably something else out there. I, I don't know. I've... I have no idea, but I, I guess I'm more on the side of, I haven't ruled them out, I'll say that much, so I haven't ruled them out, I haven't seen them, I don't know. That's kind of where I am. I've not seen them. 
I don't think. I mean, I've seen some people at the mall that maybe could be aliens, but then they just get in a regular car. So I haven't seen, well, I guess kind of regular car. I haven't seen a UFO. I haven't seen aliens, but I don't know. Heck, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you, Brock. It's a big space out there. So I suppose anything's possible. No reason to just outright doubt it, I guess. It's always could be possible, I suppose. So sure, yeah, I'll I'll buy that. Anyway, producer says we need to get going here. <clears throat> Apparently has a lot of people that are gonna come through here. So uh first on he said we have Tobias. Tobias, you are on the Phil Switch podcast. You are here to talk to us about aliens, so let us know your alien story, Tobias. Okay, well, thank you for having me on the Phil Switch podcast. I appreciate it. <laughs> I listen to you guys every week. I highly enjoy it. <laughs> so anyway, so my alien story. <laughs> so there I was. I was exiting the convention center at a blistering last day and night of Comic Con. <laughs> I, I so I I tend to I tend to kind of work the room at Comic Con so I'm kind of all over the place anyway I was I was leaving uh, very good last day I had some souvenirs uh, in my hands <laughs> stuffed away in my back satchel and so the air was crisp with the sounds of lightsaber effects and pure goodness I wrote some of this down I hope you guys don't mind <laughs> anyway as I'm walking back to my car which I parked in a super secret location. Excellent parking if you know the tricks and trade, really. <laughs> tricks of the trade. <laughs> uh, if you know those, excellent parking, which I was able to find after years and years of going to this location. <laughs> anyway, so I hear a very unique sound. Now, like I said, there were lightsaber sound effects, and there was like pure goodness, like people just celebrating and stuff, and then some other kind of sounds out there that I was very familiar with, being a, a Comic-Con junkie <laughs> and knowing all about that stuff. But anyway, I hear a very unique sound as I get closer to my car. Now, the very, the very odd thing about this is as I'm getting closer to my car, okay, there's like no one else around. <laughs> I, I'm totally by myself. There's no one else around. So... The only thing I can say is this was a very unique sound and I didn't think I was familiar with it. And then all of a sudden it struck me. I was a little bit familiar with the sound as I've dreamed about it <laughs> ever since I can remember. So I hear this sound. It's like a whirring, like a, like a, and I immediately, in my mind, am thinking to myself, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is a UFO. <laughs> because this is the sound I hear of UFOs in my dreams all the time. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so I get closer to my car and I can hear this sound. The sound is staying very consistent. <laughs> like if you have a very like like high fidelity set of headphones in, it stays very consistent. And that's how it was out in the dark in the parking lot at a very secret location. <laughs> because I know the best parking in the area. <laughs> anyway, so it stays very consistent. Then all of a sudden it just stops. And I turn around. And all I see, okay, off in the distance is what appears to be the very common and what most people would think of as a flying saucer. But there is a very dim light on it. So I see the flying saucer and I pull out my, I pull out my phone real quick just because I'm going to snag a picture because I think this is something I need to get. I wish I would have got the sound. Like I wish I would have got video with the sound, but I, so, so I pull out my camera and I take a real quick picture. Here's the crazy thing, guys. Okay. 
here's the crazy thing. When I went to look at the picture right then, there was nothing in the picture. But when I looked at the sky, there was clearly something in the sky. And then I took another picture and I looked at my camera again. And guess what, guys? I'm guessing nothing in the picture. That would be exactly correct, Phil. <laughs> nothing in the picture at all. Nothing in the picture. So anyway, I get in my car. I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe I've just had a, maybe I just had a long day at Comic-Con. Maybe all the Star Trek and Star Wars things flying around. It's just my brain getting to me. So I start driving. I start driving back to my hotel, which was located. I actually, I actually like getting this, uh, a nice little hotel kind of on the outskirts of town. It's really nice. It's quite quaint. Uh, the owners, Marjorie and Jim, very nice. Always been nice to me. Anyway, I'm on my way back there and I hear that sound again. I hear that sound again. And I look into my rearview mirror and I kid you not, I see the same object, but it's following me and it's closer. And keep keep in mind, this is on the outskirts of town, not a very well-traveled road. So I am by myself, completely by myself. <laughs> and I'm thinking the whole time, I need to call somebody to let them know because I don't want people to think I'm making this up because I would not fabricate something like this. I believe highly in the, in, in the in, in the complete idea and everything and transparency of real alien stories. So there's no way I would fabricate this. This would be a complete waste of my time. And, 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 and I don't like doing that. So anyway, as I'm driving, right? It gets closer and closer and closer. And I can feel, guys, I can actually feel like my back tires start to lift up in the air. <laughs> and right then another car passes and boom, everything's done. The sound stops. The UFO is no longer uh, visible in my rearview mirror. <laughs> I can't see it. I've got my side mirrors. I even stop for a second. I pull over and I look behind me. I'm looking behind me over the seat. I'm looking over the seat and there's nothing. <laughs> that, that's, that's my alien story. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, it was pretty cool. I've told a couple of my friends and it, like half of them believe me. Half of them are totally like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. And they think I need to write a book. <laughs> I'm thinking about writing a book. Uh, but I don't, I, I think it, like, it's not a long enough story. So I'm thinking like, I want to write a book about myself and then that just be like the finale. <laughs> so, but that's anyway, that's my alien story. Um, any questions? No, I don't, I don't have any questions. Brock? Uh, no, I don't, I don't, that sounds like a pretty cool story. So you actually felt, sorry, I guess I do got one question. You actually felt like the balance of your car when it lifted the back of your car up. You actually felt that the back of your car lift up. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. It's like, like, I don't know how to describe it, but like, it was like, I could feel like, because like, you know how, like, if you, if you go down a hill or like, maybe like if you hit a curb or something like that, it, I, I mean, it had that like sensation of like, my car is definitely moving. Like it was so crazy. <laughs> it was so crazy. <laughs> that, that is, that is crazy. That, that's really cool. I, you know, like I said, I, I think there are probably aliens out there. So I really, that's really cool. I really appreciate you sharing your story with us. I really appreciate that, Tobias. Yeah, thanks, Tobias. Appreciate it very much, buddy. So um, our, our producer's going to take care of you, and then uh, we're going to get the next person on here. We got to keep moving here. So we're going to get the next person on. Uh, the next person our producer is telling us is Kenny. Kenny, go ahead. You are on the Phil Switch podcast. You are here to share your alien story. Your close encounter, as it were. Kenny, go ahead. Oh, wow. Well, where, there I was. <laughs> so I got a real good alien story for you guys. I, I was I was getting ready to just break in this story, but I thought maybe I'd tell you guys a little bit first. So my name's Kenny. And um, so what happened was it was it was probably about uh, probably a couple years ago. All right. 
and I was I was hanging out on my shed, uh, also known as my man cave, and this gleaming light. Because I, I, I usually go out there, watch some TV, just kind of hang out, you know, shoot the breeze with my dog. Anyway, so this gleaming light comes shooting through the window, through the shed window, Dale. And I, 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 I oh, gosh, that's so wide. That light, I, I, I was like blinded. Anyway, I look out the window. after Because I see the gleaming light kind of closes in a little bit and kind of fades a little bit. So I look out the window, Dale. And now I usually got my dog in the shed with me, like I said, but I kept him out in the doghouse that night. Just, I don't know. I get, it was, just, I just didn't bring him in that night. I was just hanging out by myself, just out there watching some TV. I think I was watching a movie. I don't remember what I was watching. Anyway, I look out there and I see this gleaming light. Why? Now I look up in the sky and that light's so bright. I can't see anything up there, but I see the light coming down through the, through the, through the night sky, I see the light coming down, but I can't see anything up there. And I see that light coming down right over my dog's house. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, what's going on here? Now, I've seen a couple alien movies. So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is UFO, but I can't see the UFO. So I just see the light coming down on, on the doghouse there. And so the light's coming down on the doghouse there. And all of a sudden, I just see my doghouse start whiffing. My dog's house just start whiffing a little bit. And I'm thinking to myself, my dog, now he's he's a real smart dog. So I'm thinking to myself, my dog, what probably happened is when that light start gleaming down, because I don't hear no noise per se, but I got my movie on. I didn't turn my movie off, right? So the, the light's gleaming down, and I'm thinking to myself, if there was any sound or when it got real bright, maybe my dog started feeling uncomfortable. And so he went out of his doghouse. Now, he didn't come to the shed, but he might, I don't know, he just went somewhere else, maybe walk around the neighborhood or something. So anyway, I see this light. I see this, this glowing light pulling up my dog's house, right? And when this light pulls it up, I can, as, as my dog's house starts leaving the ground, I can see my dog is actually still in the doghouse. And he starts looking out, and he's looking down at the window at me, and I'm looking up at his doghouse at him. As this beam of lights pulling him up, what? And this beam of light keeps pulling him up, pulling him up, pulling him up. It takes uh, that beam, that, that beam of light took the whole doghouse and my whole and, and my dog. It took a wide up into the sky, and I couldn't see nothing. After that light disappeared, I just see nothing, nothing. My dog, the doghouse, my dog just gone. Anyway, I ended up finding my dog. In a town about 10 miles over three days later. Three days later, I'm driving around and I get a call on my phone. And they say, hey, is this Kenny? And I say, this is Kenny. And they say, we found your dog. Because I always keep my dog tags on because sometimes my dog's outside. So I make sure he has tag on with my phone number on there. And it has my name on there, has his name. I, I, that way, if I ever lose him, the people just call me and they say, is this Kenny? And I say, yeah. And they say, we got Roscoe. And so I say, yeah, this, this Kenny, they say, we got your dog. I say, you got Roscoe. And they say, yeah, we got Roscoe here. I say, well, where are you at? And they tell me where they're at. I say, well, you about 10 miles. You about just 10 miles over from where I live. And so I go over there and I get my dog. And I tell you right now, when I brought him home, everything seemed fine. Everything seemed fine except for when he ran. I noticed he was a bit faster. He's probably one mile per hour faster than what he was before. So now it's kind of cool because now I have like the third fastest dog in the neighborhood. So that's anyway, that's what happened with me. I, this light came down, took my dog and they, I, I don't know if it kept him for three days. I don't know what happened in them three days. I've talked to Wasco, but obviously Wasco don't talk. He's a dog, but 
I've tried to get information, and Wasco just looks at me, but man, when he wins, I can tell he wins faster. So I don't know what they did up in that alien ship, but I thank them. They gave me a faster dog. Now, I don't know if he's any smarter. I, I, I've been trying to work with him since that happened, but I don't know if he's any smarter. Wow. They took your dog. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they took my dog. Aliens took your dog. And his doghouse. And his doghouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They took it. They, they, they took the, the 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 whole dog in the doghouse, just wide, wide up into the sky, into the into the that that uh, glowing beam. I didn't even see. People ask me. They say, "What the spaceship look like?" I said, oh, "I don't even know. All I saw was just glowing beam." They just take my dog up in the glowing beam. My dog looking at me. I'm looking at the dog. Uh, where, where you go? Where you going, Roscoe? And Roscoe looking at me. He probably thinking, Kenny. Kenny, where, where, where they taking me? And I, I don't know, Wasco. Three days later, I find him about 10 miles over. 10 miles town over. Wow, that is, holy cow, that is something. I don't, I don't, like, so like if I, if, if, like my dog, I don't have a dog house for my dog. My dog stays in the house, like just a house. But like, if I took my dog out, I let him run around the yard a little bit. And if I saw this like glowing beam taking my dog, I don't know what I would do. I mean, there's part of me that thinks like, oh, I would, like, you know, like maybe I would go and jump and try to grab my dog. There's another part of me that thinks, though, if I get in that glowing beam, if I get in that glowing beam, then, then, then they, they, they aliens will take you. Why? That's what I was thinking about. Because I was thinking, maybe I, I, I was thinking, maybe I leave my share, I go get my dog. But then I thought if I get in that glowing beam, maybe that glowing beam pull me up to the, to the, to the, to the UFO or whatever up there. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. Like, I, I really can't fault you for not uh, not going to chase your dog there, Kenny. I'm glad you got him back, though. That's really cool. Glad he's a little bit faster. Sounds like he's a little bit faster now, apparently, so that's cool. All right, uh, the producer's telling us, Kenny, we got to let you go. Um, we're going to pull our next guy in here. Kenny, thank you very much. Thank you for uh, taking some time out and uh, sharing your story with us. That is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, I can't believe that. That's That's wild. That's wild. Okay. Uh, Brock, you want to introduce our next guest? Yeah, sure. Um, so the producer is telling us, man, this is really exciting. I'm loving this, uh, this episode. This is fun for me. Um, the producer is telling me our next guest to share their close encounters. Phil put it earlier. Uh, their close encounter. Our next guest is Lev. Lev, welcome to the Phil Switch podcast. Please tell us your, your close encounter story with your aliens. Uh, yeah, so I, uh... I walk out onto porch, alien take me in UFO thing. That's all I remember. So, so you walked onto your porch, the alien took you into their UFO. Like what happened? Like, I, like, I, I mean, how, how did that all happen? Like you're standing there on your porch, the alien gets you. What happens? That's, that's all I remember. I not remember anything else. I standing on my porch holding cup of coffee, looking at the field, and I look up, I see saucer thing, then I feel myself raise off porch a little bit, the next thing I know, I wake up on my porch. So, so you don't, you don't have like any, you don't have like any memory of like what happened on the UFO? I, I remember nothing. Like, like not even like, 
like how the alien looked, nothing like if like they would like what they look like, like big, you know, like eyes. Did they look like us? Do you remember any of that? I remember nothing. I stand on porch. I drink coffee, look in field. Alien pick me up. Uh, that's all I remember. Ah. All right. Hey, Lev, thank you very much. That's, that's, that's an odd story. I mean, it's just, there's no details or anything. Okay. Lev, thank you very much. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure. Anytime you want interesting story, let me know. We will, Lev. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, so the next person we got coming up, according to our producer, name is Jeremy. Jeremy, tell us your close encounter story. Tell us your close encounter with aliens. Jeremy, go ahead. The uh, floor is yours. All right. So I was riding my bike home from the pub after spending a good amount of time talking with my blokes, right? We had gone there just to meet, hang out a little bit. Before I knew it, as I'm walking home, it's so weird because I've gone to this pub, oh gosh, a dozen times just to hang out, right? And as I'm walking home, I just, I, I realize I'm lost. I'm completely lost. Uh, when, by the way, when was this, uh, Jeremy? Like, are we talking like recent, a couple years ago, five, six years ago? Uh, no, no, no. This was, um, oh gosh, this was within the year. So I, I would say maybe maybe nine months ago, right? So anyway, like I said, I'm walking and I realize I'm lost. Like, I don't know where I am, which is so crazy. Because like I said, I've been to this pub several times, walk there all the time, ride my bike sometimes. Anyway, I think to myself, I, I must, maybe my mind must have just started wandering during my ride, right? So I'm thinking my mind just started wandering. Anyway, I'm walking. And as I'm walking and I'm, I'm trying to gather my bearings because I, I, I mean, I, I legitimately, genuinely don't know where I am right now. I don't know where I am. I start walking around. I'm trying to find any type of like familiar thing that I see like here or there, just something to like jog my memory. Like Jeremy, where are you right now? You know, I'm thinking to myself and, and without warning, without the slightest bit of, you know, uh, indication that anything's going to happen. I'm just whisked off my feet. Now, uh, before I know it, I, I, I feel like I was like picked up by something, right? And I, I'm kind of feeling around and it, it kind of, now it's so weird because it, it kind of felt like a human had grabbed me. But at the same time, at the same time, the skin was very different and I knew it wasn't like clothing. It didn't feel like clothing. Like intuitively to me, I'm like, this is not clothing I'm feeling. This is like some type of skin or outer barrier on some kind of body, you know? And I'm, I don't really know, I don't really know like what I'm going to do from here. So, so as I'm, as I'm trying to process all this, right, I'm trying to process this and I just feel myself being whisked away. And it's like, there was a sensation that as this thing is holding me, as this being's holding my body, that it's running, but it's also like flying. Like I could tell we were flying because just of how things felt, but it also felt kind of like we were running. So it's like it was a run fly thing. It was very weird, very odd. All of a sudden, I see this saucer in the sky, right? 
And I'm thinking to myself, oh, Jeremy, you've had too many. But then I remember, I, I don't drink. I don't drink. I'm thinking I've had too many drinks, like alcoholic beverages. But I don't drink. I don't like the taste, you know. Um, so I, I think, oh, no, I've, uh, what, is, what is going on? I've, I've either passed out or I've, uh, I'm dreaming, you know. I, I, I fell asleep, on, I fell asleep on, on my couch, and I, and, 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 my, and I haven't even gone to the pub yet, and my friends are probably wondering, where is Jeremy at? And I'm, try, I'm, I'm saying, Jeremy, wake up, wake up, wake up, Jeremy. But it keeps going. It's like a dream I can't get out of now. And so I'm thinking to myself, oh, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And so I begin thrashing about. I'm not really a fighter. I begin thrashing about. I start yelling obscenities because I don't really know what else to do, right? And so I'm yelling obscenities and all of a sudden I'm just dropped. I'm completely dropped. And I can feel that I'm falling from a distance. But there's this certain calm over me. It's like, and it's so weird because as I'm falling, I feel like whatever is, has dropped me has been, one, very offended by my obscenities. And two, I feel as though they've dropped me, but they and this is so weird because I'm not really into comics and, and sci-fi and things of that nature. But I feel like from what I've seen in the movie Star Wars, which I, I'm not a, I mean, I like the Star Wars movies, but I'm not a Star Wars fan. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I get it. You just, you, you watch the movies, but you're not like dressing up like Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader and all that, right? Exactly, exactly. So I'm falling and, and I feel like whatever it is, is using the force to keep me from falling too rapidly. Uh, because obviously if I fall too rapidly from, especially from the height, I could feel that I was possibly falling from, I would certainly fall to a, a sudden death. Um, I would suddenly drop dead as soon as I hit the ground. And so I'm lowered to the ground. I look up in the sky and I see this figure that's floating in the sky. And, and like I said, I saw this light from a saucer. I see this figure float over to the light of the saucer, right? And then it just flies away. So the figure goes to the saucer. They, they, they appear to unite in some fashion i don't know whether 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 the bloke got on it or what but then the the, the whole saucer flies away and that's it and I'm, I'm i'm laying on the ground in an alley and a gentleman comes up and approaches me and he says oh are you, are you okay sir and i'm thinking to myself this guy's going to, this guy's going to uh mug me uh but he actually ended up being quite a fine gentleman very nice and i said sir I was literally just abducted by an alien and I start talking to the man in the story. The man said that he had been there the whole time and didn't see anything. Didn't see one bloody thing. And I, 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 I can't explain it for the life of me. I've always been a very grounded, uh, thoughtful person. And I, I'm just at a complete loss of words that this man didn't see anything that happened. Wow. So you get, you're walking, you're just walking down the street. You get picked up by this being, this uh, figure, whatever. You get flown like into the, into the sky. You start cursing at the, at this thing. It drops you, but drops you gently, helps you to the ground. And then it just leaves. Yes, that's exactly what happened. 
I, I can't exp- I, you know I wish I could I, I could use obscenities and get uh, get my coworkers to respond like that <laughs> but um, that just hasn't happened yet I kind of make that joke but no very just a very odd thing and uh, I, I've never been able to explain it I just really can't explain it I've thought I've thought over again I've journaled about it several times seeing where maybe different facts and stuff don't line up but I, I just I just can't explain it it's just unexplainable Wow Jamie that's uh that is a crazy story. That is a crazy story. We're gonna we're gonna have to do more of these. Um, I think we actually have um, our producer is saying we have three 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 more three more people left. Oh my gosh, uh, this is awesome. I I wish we could do like a whole like week of this. Uh, I I tell you, like I I don't really get uh super excited about stuff, but these uh, this stuff I kind of get really excited about. Um, so anyway, I uh. Let's let's move on. So, uh, the uh, next guy coming up, uh, Stan. Stan, go ahead. All right. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on the Feel Switch podcast. I really appreciate that. Now, I was I was asked uh, or I was told by your producer to come on and share um, uh, a close encounter story, close encounters with an alien. So, uh, let let me start this way. So it was back when I was a youngster, and I was driving down the road with my best friend Clyde. Now Clyde and I are still friends, and Clyde he is one ornery son of a gun. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Clyde is Clyde is so funny for one, but secondly, he's just ornery. And we were probably out on that country road driving. Now I tell you what, we were probably too young to be driving, but time, but 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 th- th- those times they were a different. Um, anyway, we were driving. And out of nowhere now, now, I have heard stories where people see flying saucers, right? It was so weird. We're driving down the road, right? And we see this, what, what I thought was a guy, was a young guy. Now, I thought he was probably a little bit older than Clyde and I. But I, I just saw it was a guy walking on the side of this nice country road. So we pull up because, like I said, those times they were different. So we pull up beside this, this gentleman. And I said to him, I said, sir, do you need a ride? And he looked at me. And his face was so weird. Like, uh, you guys have probably all seen on, on TV shows how the, how the aliens have those, like, uh, oval heads. And then they got those black, big black oval eyes. Well, this guy had the same thing. He looked exactly like that. And so Clyde looked at me, and I looked at Clyde. And then Clyde looked back at me, and I looked at that alien feller, and then Clyde looked back at me, and, and Clyde said, this is a real doozy. And I said, Clyde, I think you're right. So anyway, we decided we were going to give this guy a ride. And he didn't say a whole lot. He didn't talk, he didn't talk uh, English, that's for sure. But we had like, it was so weird, because I never experienced anything like it in my life. It's like he was talking through my brain, and I was somehow talking through his brain, and I tried talking through Clyde's brain, but I couldn't make a connection, but I think Clyde might have been talking through the alien's brain, and the alien was talking through Clyde's brain, I think, according to Clyde. Now, Clyde said they had a whole different conversation than what me and that alien had. Clyde said they talked about women and, and wild things and cowboys and, and line dancing, and uh, all the alien told me is he wanted to go to a cafe. So... Uh, he gets in, he gets in, and we drive to a cafe, 
and we have a nice, nice. Now, before we went in this cafe, because because I told him with Brian, I said, now listen, if 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 other people see you, they might not take this too well. So we put on one of them, and it sounds like a spy movie, but we put on one of them overcoats and Clyde threw, threw a cowboy hat on him. And we go into this this cafe, and he ordered, now I remember this day what he ordered. He ordered a nice, he ordered a nice coffee, put some chocolate milk in it, and then, I, I, now, and I kid you, this, this is, this is going to sound weird, but he ordered a piece of pecan pie, and a piece of blueberry pie. And when those two pieces of pie came, he mixed them together. And in his mind, he told me to try it. And that was the best thing I've ever had. Uh, anyway, he said he had to go to the restroom. He told Clyde. Now, that is one thing I know he told Clyde. He told Clyde now he had to go to the restroom. And uh, he never came back. Never came back out of that restroom. The funny thing about that is there's only one way in and one way out of that restroom. Clyde and I waited there. I'd say if, if we waited there a half hour, we waited there a whole hour. And, and that alien never came out. And we, we told the waitress, we said, hey, we're concerned about a friend. And if you could, is there any way we can get in the restroom? She's real nice. Surely is real nice. Uh, she still, uh, she worked there up to about five years ago. She retired finally. Anyway, she led us in that restroom. We went in there. And I kid you not, that big overcoat we let him use. And that cowboy hat were hooked on the back of the door, and he was gone. Now, I will say, uh, I didn't appreciate him, you know, getting that coffee and them two pieces of pie and then, and then sticking uh, Clyde and I with the bill. But other than that, it seemed like a real nice guy. Uh, so you, you're telling me there was an alien on the side of the road. You and, your, you, you and Clyde pick up this alien you guys are talking uh telepathically right uh yeah yeah telepathically you're talking telepathically he tells you to take him to a cafe and then you guys just he tells you to take him to a cafe and you got you guys just you guys spent you guys had had some coffee and pie with with an alien and then he just leaves that's that's what i'm saying that's exactly what happened. You can ask Clyde. No, I, I believe you. We've heard some crazy stories here today, so there's no reason not to believe you, Stan. Wow. Stan, thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on the Phil Switch, sharing that story. It's awesome. Uh, wow. That's okay. All right, cool. Um, Next up, it looks like we have time for one or two more. Uh, our producer's telling us two. Okay. Next up, Berkeley. Berkeley, hello. Welcome to the Phil Switch podcast. You are here to tell us about your close encounter, close encounter with an alien. Berkeley, again, welcome to the Phil Switch podcast. Go ahead, sir. All right. Well, Sid, uh, so there I was. I was standing out in the middle of the yard, I said, and I, I was looking over out, out to the east. And so I said to myself, I said, Berkeley, I, I, I said, let's go walk to the woods. I said, I just, I like going out to the woods. It keeps my mind calm. And uh, I just like going out in the woods, spending some time on my own. So I got to the woods and I'm, I'm sitting here looking around and things are looking weird. I said, I said, Berkeley, I said, I said, this thing seems very weird. I said, 
and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm, I'm, I'm looking out there and I'm seeing lights out there. I said, and, and it's, and it's kind of dark. It's, it's right in one of those middle of the evening times I said, but I don't know what I'm saying. So, uh, I, I mean, I don't know what I'm seeing and, and because I, there, there's still some sunshine out. It's not real dark yet. And I said, I said, Berkeley, you need to check out these lights. I said, so I go, I go out to the middle of the woods where the lights are and I see, out of nowhere, I see this big, what looks like an alien ship. And I said, I said, Berkeley, I think that's an alien ship. I said, and before I know it, this little creature comes walking off and he's got one. He's got a square body. He's got pretty much a square body. And I said, I, I said, that looks like an alien. I said, he's got a square body and a neck. And then his head's kind of a square and he's got really short legs and he's got some long arms and long fingers. And I said, now that's an alien right there. And he gets off, he gets off the UFO there and the UFO goes flying back in the sky. And I'm looking at him and he's looking at me. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. And I said, Berkeley, you better say something. I said, I said, I said, alien. Uh, would you like to come to my house? And the alien uh, nodded his head, and he came following me back, but he wouldn't come in my house. So I devised a plan. I said, Berkeley, we got to get this alien in our house, I said. And I took out some candy, and I made a little row from where I thought the alien was about up to my back door. And, 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 and uh, what's that? Uh, hold on a second. Did, uh, by any chance you use, uh, peanut butter filled candies to get the alien from your backyard into your house? Well, well, by gosh, I said, how did you know that? I, I, I did. I used peanut butter candies to get him right up. I said, all right, Berkeley, what you're doing is you're, you're telling us you're, you're, you're giving us the E.T. story. Oh, I don't think I'm doing that. No, I haven't even seen that. I haven't even seen E.T. Uh, Berkeley, when were you born? Uh, 1982, I said. You were born in 1982 and you haven't seen E.T. I got no idea about that movie. I'm just trying to tell you my story. All right. All right. Go, go, go ahead, Berkeley. Tell us your story. Anyway, it was crazy. I had the greatest adventures with the with the with the alien there. Uh, I called him. Uh, I called him BC, and uh, anyway, he ended up coming in my house, and and there was. Uh, he told me one time he wanted to go on a bike ride, and I said, "Well, I said, I said BC, we can go on a bike ride," and I put him in the basket right at the, uh, right 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 on my bike. It's right on the handlebars of my bike. I put him in the basket, and we were riding, and we were going so fast. And before I knew it, before I even knew it, let me guess, um, was BC able to make your bike fly? Oh, my gosh. It's like you're reading my mind right now. I said, yeah. So we we were going so fast, and all of a sudden, we just go flying in the sky. And I remember I was thinking, oh, this would be such a good picture because we're flying right in front of the moon. I said, and, and, and we're flying and we're going down and, and we're back on the road. And I tell you what, what happened next? L let me stop you there. Did a group of scientists come to try to connect with BC? And there was some trouble between the scientists and your family. And, and, and maybe you thought for a small time uh, BC got injured and he, he had died. Oh my gosh, did you guys read about my story in the newspaper? 
That's exactly what happened. So uh, anyway, you guys kind of ruined the story there. But uh, w- once we got him back to life, I, I said, we're going to get you home, I said. And we got on my back and we flew off. And before you know it, everybody's chasing us and it's crazy. And he's he's helping me fly. And we land in the woods. And, and wouldn't you know it, uh, right there in the middle of the woods is a spaceship. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's right. That, 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 that spaceship's right in the middle of the woods, I said. And, uh, did he get on the spaceship and, like, you guys t- touched fingers or something and he was off? Oh, my gosh, you guys must have read this in the paper. I said, yeah, he touched fingers, he flew off, and I've never heard from him since. Now, little did I know, I would make such a connection with an alien through my fingertips and some candy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great story, Berkeley. Um. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, by the way, um, you might, if if you get a chance, check out the movie E.T. Okay, just since you haven't seen it yet, uh, check out that movie. I think I think I'll do that right after this. I think I might might go and and, and rent that rent that flick for me, and I I, I I'll go right home and watch it then. Okay, so we have one more. It's a little bit longer of a show today. All right, cool. We're getting some cool stories, so that's all good. All right, one more one more uh, person to share their story with us. Producer said, this is Patrick. Patrick, go ahead. You are going to tell us your close encounter. Hopefully it doesn't sound like E.T. or Aliens or Predator. Does it sound like any type of movie, Patrick? Oh, no. It don't sound like no movie at all. I got a... So it's really crazy. I'll try to keep it short because your producer said we only got so much time. I heard that last fella. That's definitely E.T. for sure. Anyway, as, so uh, I'll just get right to the chase. So I'm coming home from a long walk by the shore. I take walks not only to calm my brain, but for the exercise, see? And so I'm taking a walk. Before I knew it, I'm, I, 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 it's kind of like that Jeremy fella. Before I knew it, I'm kind of like, I, I'm kind of out of my, my wares, you know? I don't know exactly where I am. And so, before I know it, I'm kind of lost. But the only thing that differs is right then, and this is kind of like one of the other guys there that was talking about, this beam of light comes down, this huge glowing light comes down, and I start getting pulled up. I can feel my chest going towards the UFO, and I feel I feel my arms and legs kind of getting getting real heavy behind me. And before I know, I'm, I'm going up the right, and so I, I'm, I'm getting up to the light. I get on the UFO. Okay, I get on the UFO, they're doing all kinds of things with me, and, and I'm kind of in and out of consciousness, right, that I, I can feel them touching my fingers. Now, I, 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 I got to be honest, okay, now, I don't think they did anything to my butt, from what I can remember, but who knows. Anyway, they're doing things with my hands and my arms and my toes and my legs, and it's just like, they're not really, it doesn't really hurt, but it feels like maybe like how acupuncture would feel. I've never had it done, but maybe how that would feel. And so they're doing all this stuff, and before I know it, they say, hey, Patrick, how you feeling? And I say, what? And they say, hey, Patrick, how you feeling? And I say, what? I feel like, I feel like you took me way up in the sky. And they say, oh, we're much higher than you might think. And I'm like, well, how high are we? And they say, real high. And I say, well, how high exactly? And they use some kind of then I don't even know what it is. I'm not sure how many feet or miles or meters it is. But they say that number. I'm like, whoa, that sounds like a lot. And they're like, it's not at all, actually. It's not that much at all. 
And I say, what? And they say, yeah, it's not that much at all, Patrick. And I say, how are you able to talk to me like this? And they say, oh, we know a bunch of languages. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how do you know? And they say, we know. And they say, because we've done all kinds of research. And I say, wow. And they say, we're going to let you down. You go on now. And so before I know it, uh, they, they, uh, they got me all like back in the beam and I'm going back down and uh, they put me right on the shore of my feet. And I just see the UFO zip away. Now that's crazy. And I don't, got, I don't have a mark on me to show for it. Not a mark on me. That's just how it is. What do you guys think of that? That is completely weird. Entirely weird. But I kind of believe it. Yeah, I sure. I, I believe it. Why not? I'm glad they didn't do anything to your butt. Patrick, thank you for joining us on the Phil Switch. Um, wow. A lot of stories, Brock. A lot of stories about aliens. I, I kind of dug those. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, very interesting. Very interesting, actually. I'm just... I'm so surprised how, you know, you would think like if aliens were coming here, everybody would have kind of the same basic experience, which, which makes me think like, so I'm willing to believe these stories happen. So if they happened, is it the same group of aliens that are coming down and they're just trying different techniques or are these different groups of aliens that all of our guests, with the exception of Berkeley, um, experienced? Yeah, I don't know. I I would tend to see, think the same thing. Like, if the aliens were close to us, it would almost have to be the same aliens, right? But who knows how far they're traveling? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I really don't know. That's, uh, hmm. And, and really, everybody except Berkeley seemed believable. Like, our, our producer vetted them, which is questionable, but... As they're telling us their stories, they seem believable, right? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't really have any reason not to believe these people. This was very, this was very interesting. This was very interesting. We'll have to do we we we'll have to do another episode on this and see if we can a producer can gather up more people. I, I definitely want to do this again. Yeah. Well, that was interesting for me. Anyway, we are wow. Okay, we are way over our time. So. Anyway, everyone, thanks for listening to the Phil Switch podcast. Don't forget to check out my other podcast, First and 15th, which I co-host with Kaplowitz Media. If you guys would like to contact us here at the Phil Switch, email us at thephilswitch at gmail.com. Again, that's thephilswitch at gmail.com. We wish you all a great week, and we'll talk to you soon here at the Phil Switch.